Do not let us speak of darker days. Let us speak rather of sterner days, of, of serious days. These are not dark days. These are great days, the greatest days our country has ever lived. And we must all thank God that we have been allowed, each of us according to our stations, to play a part in making these days memorable in the history of our race. All Grown Up! Hey everybody, this is Paul Ingoni, and you are listening to another episode of the All Grown Up Podcast, where we talk about your 20s, your 30s, because it's hard, it's confusing, and it's also really important. So every episode, I tackle a secret, I tackle a question, or a lie that too many of us are believing in our 20s and 30s, and that is the episode. My name is Paul Ingoni, the author of books like 101 Secrets for Your 20s, 101 Questions You Need to Ask in Your 20s, and my new book coming out March 2021, 25 Lies, 20-somethings Need to Stop Believing. Well, today I want to tackle a question, and I think this is a question that most of us are, are asking, are afraid of, or struggling with during this time of COVID, political unrest, just it feels like it's a really intense season. And everything has changed for many of us. Uh, schools are being shut down, restaurants, public places. We're not being seeing friends. We're not having the same community. And it can be a really difficult time uh, when we feel isolated and alone. And so that's the question I want to ask right now is, are there darker days ahead? And that can feel like a a looming question. That can feel like a a dark question, obviously, because it's already felt pretty dark. But it doesn't seem like there's this end in sight. The, The light at the end of the tunnel keeps going in and out of focus. And I actually asked this question a couple years ago in my book, 101 Questions You Need to Ask in Your 20s. This is pre COVID, pre any of this stuff. But I asked this question about, are there dark days ahead? And I was pulling this question from a graduation speech. And this is actually a very famous graduation speech, maybe one of the most famous graduation speeches. First of all, in in a miracle fashion, this graduation speech only lasted four minutes. Four minutes. I mean, that's most graduation speakers, you know, intro as they thank all the illustrious staff and the students out there. And uh, they set up their bio and their importance. You know, that typically is about four minutes. Now, this speaker, he just got up and he just went right for it. And most of the people in, in the school, obviously, but but even in the country and the world knew who this speaker was. The speaker was at the center of the world's attention. He was under the spotlight as well as under the microscope, and every eye was on him or listening to him more likely on the radio as he gave this graduation speech. So he wasn't just speaking to the class there in front of him. He was actually speaking to an entire country and even the entire world. This speech was recorded and took place in 1941, and this speech was given by a man named Winston Churchill where if you know anything about uh, history, World War II history, you know that Winston Churchill was one of the main people at the focus of World War II himself and Franklin D. Roosevelt and Joseph Stalin, actually, uh, were all allies. They were the main leaders of the allied countries fighting against Nazi Germany and against Japan, the access for the allies. I won't go into a full World War II history lesson. I do love studying about World War II, and I love studying uh, about the life of Winston Churchill who was a man that had seen dark days. He had struggled with depression most of his life. 
He had been a prisoner of war in his 20s, which I might touch on that in another podcast episode because there's a great story there that I, I love thinking about and talking about. And then right leading up to the war, he'd actually been pretty much in political exile for 10 years. He'd been voted out. Most people thought he was crazy. He was uh, said to be an alarmist because he kept talking about Hitler and Nazi Germany and we have to stand up to him. Uh, there's some sinister things going on. We can't just let them keep invading and uh, take over Poland and keep spreading. And most people are like, Winston, you're, you're nuts. Like, we always knew you were crazy, but now you've gone completely over the deep end. There's nothing to worry about with Nazi Germany, with Hitler. Just just shut your mouth. We don't want to go to another war. We just got out of World War One. You don't want us to send into another world war. So political exile came. Obviously, if you know anything about history, Nazi Germany was something to be very concerned about. And so Winston Churchill was actually quickly voted back in once pretty much everything had hit the fan. You know, France was taken over. Uh, Nazis were spreading like wildfire. The United States was not in the war yet. Russia was fighting, but they were struggling. They might make peace with Nazis. So there was just a lot of turmoil. So if you want to talk about dark days, those were some dark days. London knew that they were going to be getting bombed soon. Uh, It looked like they were getting close to being taken over themselves. And so when Winston Churchill gets up to give this graduation speech, he doesn't do it from this hindsight of everything is going to be okay. We're going to get through this and and we're going to prosper from this. He doesn't know that. That is not fact at that point. That history has not been written yet. He gets up in 1941 in one of the darkest, bleakest moments in the history of England, where they are looking at possibly their utter destruction. And when he gets up, he delivers uh, not a message of darkness, but a message of hope. And so when Winston Churchill gets up, he says, do not let us speak of darker days. Let us speak rather of sterner days, of, of serious days. These are not dark days. These are great days, the greatest days our country has ever lived, and we must all thank God that we have been allowed, each of us according to our stations, to play a part in making these days memorable in the history of our race. When I read that, when, I, when I've listened to that speech, you know, you can go on YouTube and you can search that the Harrow School uh, graduation speech, Winston Churchill, you can hear it, that kind of grainy uh, the audio of, of Winston Churchill delivering these world words and in, in, in his tone that only Winston Churchill had. And I, it just really struck me because when, when I heard that speech before, I always thought that Winston Churchill was giving that speech later on in the war, when it looked like the tide was turning, when the United States had entered the war, where things were starting to go the Allies' way. That's what I always thought. Until I looked at the dates and I, I, I it finally hit me that, no, he was giving this speech during the darkest days. And again, I think we can all relate to that in a sense, right? Where we've experienced our own darker days, where we feel like, man, the days are only going to get darker. But Winston Churchill, he spoke to hope. He spoke to the light. He spoke to the the opportunity that each person faced, uh, that each person was given to not be living in despair, not be living in that darkness, not be living in that depression that Winston Churchill knew all that well, but instead to move forward into the light. 
And this is why uh, you maybe have heard me say this before, that I, that I feel like in these intense seasons, these seasons that feel so bleak and dark, whether in our world or just in our own personal lives, we have to war for hope. When it feels like everything is warring against us, we have to war for hope. We have to fight for hope. Sometimes it doesn't feel very hopeful. It doesn't come naturally. It feels hopeless. That's those seasons where we just have to to go for it, to keep declaring the hope of our future. And I talked about this in, in my book, 101 Secrets for Your 20s. Maybe you've heard me share this before, but but in my 20s, when I was unemployed, I was trying to get a book deal and every publisher was turning me down. It was just a bleak, dark season. I just didn't feel like I had anything going for me. Uh, I couldn't even get anybody to return an email, let alone get a book deal or anything. I was just I was just struggling. I was just struggling with a loss of hope. And so I was living in LA at the time, just surrounded by cement, buildings, cars, smog, LA life to the fullest. But we were living next to Griffith Park, where the Hollywood sign is. So Griffith Park is kind of this oasis, just smack dab in the middle of LA, where there's maybe, you know, 75 acres, 100 acres of land. And sure, it's dark. Uh, it's not dark, it's dry, uh, kind of desert-like environment. It's not like this lush palm tree type environment, uh, but it's hiking trails. It's somewhere to get out into some bit of nature. And so I would pretty much every day, I, I'd get so discouraged. I just feel so hopeless and I just have to get out and I would drive and I'd get up to Griffith Park and I would hike up to above the Hollywood sign. And usually it was about 95 degrees and just dusty, dirty uh, trails with a bunch of dry brush that it felt like it could all go, go up in flames in a second. But I would make this hike above the Hollywood sign, and there I would war for hope. There I would pray. I, I would shout. I, I would cry. I, I would do whatever it took to just keep declaring the hope of my future, that there were brighter days ahead, that uh, my current reality was not reality, that that is not where I was going to stay. I wasn't going to stay in this place forever. I knew that my future had something in store for me, and I was clinging to that promise. I was clinging to that hope. And I would go above the Hollywood sign, and I just just wore, I mean, just literally have it all out. And then I'd hike back down, and I would feel this weight off my shoulders. I'd feel relieved. I felt like I was seen into the future. I felt like Man, the immediate, everything that it feels right now is not necessarily going to be my reality for the rest of my life. And then obviously it wasn't. You know, look back in hindsight, there was still going to be some hard years ahead for me, but I was able to keep progressing. I was keep warring for it. I kept fighting for it, just like Winston Churchill, but in a very different way, obviously, in a much smaller way. But I just kept trying to pursue the light, trying to be the light into a world that felt dark in that sense too, because it was during the time of the Great Recession. It was hard to get a job. A lot of people were struggling financially. Obviously, probably not even as intense as this season with, with COVID and the and the struggles people are going through right now, financially, health wise, and, and everything that's coming with that. But again, I hold true to those Winston Churchill words, and I, I just wanted to remind each one of us those words that Winston Churchill spoke when he was warring for hope. Not just for himself, but not just for that senior class, but for the entire country and the entire world. That there were bright days ahead. That these were not dark days. These were great days. 
And I'll leave that uh, this episode with the final words that Winston Churchill spoke uh, in the speech and famous words that I think many of us have heard before. Never give in. Never give in. Never, 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 never. In nothing, great or small, large or petty. Never give in, except to conviction of honor and good sense. Never yield to force. Never yield to the apparently overwhelming might of the enemy. So whatever that enemy feels like to you right now, don't give in. Heed these words from Winston Churchill that we all have the opportunity right now to be a light in what feels like darkness. Winston Churchill knew how dark darkness could get. And he chose to stand up in front of a country and said, let us all be light. And so I encourage you right now to war for that hope right now, wherever you are. If it feels like you're sitting in something that is hopeless, that's not true. You have hope. You have a future. Good things are coming. Keep fighting for it. And ask somebody to help you along this journey so you're not worrying for hope all by yourself. All right. Thank you, everybody. This is Pauline Goni with another episode of the All Grown Up Podcast.